The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. the show you listen to rail of sports on the voice america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters and there's a lot that matters to me uh, i'm sure there's a lot that matters to you uh first of all i just you know normally when there is something um of which there's a loss in in the fraternity of the national football league i'd always like to take time out to to pay my respects to those people who perhaps maybe uh have have gone on to a better place uh in heaven as i believe uh, but certainly also acknowledging the loss uh, of, of uh, by their family members. Uh, but, you know, today's a different kind of day. I want to express, listen, I'm from the heart of it all. The O-H to the 10, the O-H, the I-O, Ohio. So I, I took it all the way back, all different, different generations, man, how Ohio has been represented. Four dead in Ohio, but there's something positive to happen. For those of you out there, I, I know it's gone viral. But I just want to give a shout out to my man who who was able to rescue, if you will, uh, the young ladies. And I understand there there was uh, there were a few of them. Uh, but the young lady, I, I believe her name was Amanda, uh, was the one that everybody's so much aware of the fact she's been missing for over 10 years. And, and I remember when I was listening to that, I, I kept hearing in the 911 call, I kept hearing like, there's a baby in the background, there's a child in the background, there's a, you know, and to find out that there was a child is her child. And she was impregnated by this beast that needs to rot in hell. Uh, I'm just so happy that she is alive. And, and, and stop criticizing those of you out there that are criticizing uh, you know, the operator of which, you know, the 911 call, you know, facility. listen, people call 911 all the time for reasons that are not extreme emergencies. And, and so those people, each time they take one, they assume that it's an emergency, but there's, there's a procedure of which they've been trained to follow to assess each call and then to disseminate resources based upon the information that they've gathered. And so for those of you who think that there wasn't a sense of urgency in that person's voice, you have to understand that they are the ones that have been trained to remain calm in that type of situation. And it worked out for the best. So I, God knows there's so many things that we differ on, different opinions about different things. And, and it's okay. We all got our opinions. We sit on them all the time for those of us who can sit. Those of us who stand, maybe you stand on them. But you, you can have your own opinion. But I think the way that call was handled, the results of what happened 
of that call being taken, first of all. And the way it played out, it, we couldn't have asked for a, a better ending. And I don't know if it's all ended yet. I've yet to get a complete update of what's happening. But I just want to say that's, that matters to me. I think many times, you know, you listen to shows and, and, and you talk about professional athletes and you forget the fact that, that people who play sports and people who are involved in entertainment, they're human beings. And there are things that which they're mostly attached to. And when you see something like that that's happened, that somebody has been living outside of the normal life for 10 years and has been abused both mentally and physically by another human being to be able to have to bring another human being into this world. Obviously, it must have been in that house with any prenatal or any post prenatal care at all. Oh, gosh, talking about the support that that young woman deserves and should have for the rest of her life. I'm just so happy. I'm so happy. I, I don't know what made things any different that day that she was able to scream and, and be noticed and be heard. And shout out to the brother who stepped up <laughs> and said, you know, hey, man, uh, you know, there was something wrong. I knew there was something wrong. She was hollering and wanted help. And, and, and as he said, you know, hey, I'm from Ohio, played in Cleveland. He said a, a pretty little white girl ran up into a black man's arms. And there was something going on. She needed some help. And I thank God that he was able to help her. And thank God for cell phones. Everybody's got a cell phone nowadays. You know, can you imagine if brother didn't have a cell phone? You know, how are they going to call 911, you know? But that is just, man, those are the kind of stories you live for. To let you know that there's hope. I don't care where you're at in your life, what you're doing in your life. Don't ever give up on life. Don't, and I believe in the good Lord Jesus. Don't give up on God. Just keep praying, stay on your knees and pray every time you can and just believe because miracles, because that's what that was. That was a miracle. Miracles do happen. So I think since I'm talking about God, we just might as well stay on that. And let me talk about my man, Tim Tebow. Yes, I said it. That, that was a good way to segue right into it to Tim Tebow, who I, let me say this, in terms of his faith, I support Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow ain't the first and he ain't the last Christian man that will ever play any professional sport, certainly not football, because I always tell you, I never played before I prayed because you got to pray that the good Lord Jesus keep you safe when you play the game like that. And so uh, I, I, I commend him for his his position on his faith and, and, and using his platform to promote his faith. Uh, but I'm going to use my platform to talk about. His football playing ability. And, you know, I, and I said this on, shout out to Coach Lovely, on, on Coach Scott Lovely's show. And that is, and, and earlier this week, and we were talking about earlier this week, and I need to check just to see if there's any updates that perhaps it, it could be breaking news. Maybe Tim Tebow has now been picked up. You know, it happens in real time like that. I could get some information uh, because within the last uh, 45 minutes, an hour that I last checked, uh, he was still a free agent. Uh, but Tim Tebow, mathematically, there are people at MIT, you know, there are people involved in football now that I want people to understand there are, there, there are, there are positions within the organization that relate to football operations. And then there's administrative is the business. There's the business of sports. 
and there's football operations. And the business of sports as it relates to football, it's it's business like any other business. You know, it's so so you're taking care of those administrative duties. Now, when you talk about football operations, you're not talking about personnel decisions. You're not talking about game plans. Uh, you're, you're not talking about perhaps maybe if there's going to be, a, you know, a decision on on uniforms, uh, on coaching staff, personnel stuff. You know, that's football operations where we're going to stay at, when we're going to fly out, when we're going to get to the hotel, what time we're going to be on the practice field, what time we're going to get off the practice field, how much lifting they're going to do, what days they're going to lift. That's football operations. Now. I just want you guys to understand that sometimes as it relates to football personnel decisions, technology is really, really, really having an impact on this decision making. You know, back in the days where guys used to really, and I got some old school friends, shout out to Fish. I got to get Fish in here. The, the draft is over with now and it's about that time that we have that discussion, that discussion on not rebuilding, but reloading for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We always do that. Shout out to Kelvin Fisher. But nowadays, technology has influenced the decision-making of so many people as it relates to football operations that man has been replaced by computers. And man's decisions and man's observations have now been reduced to numbers to spit into a computer and let the computer give you what the outcome is going to be. And then based upon that outcome, they're making their decisions. And, and so if the computer were to put in some information as it relates to Tim Tebow, I think those people out there who don't know might understand why nobody's really expressed any interest in Tim Tebow. You know, the, the fact of the matter is when you're a free agent and, you, and you're in demand, if, you, if somebody wants you, I can speak from my own experience. You get flown to the team. You get put up in a hotel. You have meetings. You have conversations. You have negotiations. You get offered. See, this is this is somebody who's not in high demand. Now, are you going to tell me that all 32 teams are wrong? Here's what I think the problem is with Tim Tebow. And again, this is, this is just, this is just my own personal feeling. There's a young man who just got drafted, you know, assigned as a free agent, who I believe when he was in JC, he might have been a, a safety or a strong safety. Then he might have went to college and he might have played a little bit of safety, but then he might have moved to maybe linebacker. Then he might have moved to maybe tight end. Then he might have moved to fullback. Tim Tebow. And those of you out there that don't agree with the statistics because, again, the information is put into computers and they're pushing out and they're saying, you know, based upon what we see in practice, what we see in games, you know, his percentage completion is going to be this. And the percentage completion that's needed in order to win the majority of football games in the NFL is this. And so, therefore, that means that the percentage of games that we're going to win with Tim Tebow based upon the statistics that we've gathered is going to be this. That's not zero. That's this. I made that word up. We can make words up, you know. And so for those reasons, they've saw they've, they've, they've seen the film. They saw what he could do in a game. And, and, and again, come on, let's stop with that argument about how good he was in college. That's why they call it college. 
It's college football. That's why they call it high school. It's high school football. That's why they call it Pop Warner. It's Pop Warner football. Those statistics don't, you know, they don't make it to the next level. You, you start to slate off clean. And now we want to know what you do in professional football against professionals. You know, there's a reason why Manti Teo or whatever his name was, why he fell in the draft. Because when they saw him play against Alabama, a, hmm, how should I call him, a semi-pro team? He didn't look so good. So they were a little bit concerned about his performance. What it might look like. Tim Tebow, well, yeah, listen, they, they saw Tim. You know, I remember seeing a game, and I, I'll be honest, it was the Ohio State Buckeyes, and they were playing against Florida in the national championship game. And I saw a quarterback who was very elusive at the college level, very successful. In fact, won a Heisman Trophy. But then he went up against a semi-pro team in Florida, against Florida, out here in the Fiesta Bowl. And he was neutralized. Why? Because that semi-pro team had a lot more players on their team that resembled what it's going to look like once you reach the National Football League. So that elusiveness that he had, it wasn't consistent against Florida as it had been against some other least or less talented teams. So with the Tim Tebow thing, that's what you have to understand. Consistently, day in, day out. Sure, he beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in a playoff game. But on any given Sunday, you can beat anybody. But can you beat them consistently? If you're going to beat them consistently, there's certain skill sets you have to have. Because I'm sorry, but it's not going to work all the time, particularly when you find yourselves, again, statistics now. Statistics is going to show that when they know it's a passing situation for him, the chances are, okay, we can get what we need and we can get pass rushers like they did against, you know, when Ohio State played that, that team down there in Florida. They, they, they knew the situation, so when Troy Smith was going to try to get outside, we're not going to let you get outside. We're going to keep you contained, and then we're, we're going to contain you. When they know what the when the situation dictates itself based upon the down and the distance, you know, everybody's going along with the same thing, man. They all plan this thing. They spit it into a computer, and that's why they call these plays based upon the situations. Coaches have plays throughout the game that they've already gone into with this game plan, and they've studied the other team for so long that they know based upon what this situation is, where the time is, where we're at in the game in terms of time on the clock, the position of the ball on the field, the right hash, the left hash, the middle of the field, you know, how much time before halftime, how many timeouts left out. They know. It's called situational. So based upon that, Certain situations, they're, they're prepared for Tim Tebow, and the statistics can show that nine times out of ten, we're going to stop him. One time, he's going to be successful. When that one time is, they don't know, but nine out of ten times, just keep doing it this way, we're going to get him. He's going to get you once, but he's, we're going we're gonna to win. So nine out of ten times, 90% beats over, wins over 10% every time. So all those people out there, here's what I would say to you about Tim Tebow. Tim, if, you, if you're that team player that you say that you are, I, I'm, I'm putting this plea out there because I think you may be making a grave mistake because of your stubbornness. Because if you were, and, and it's just because it's the only example I can give, guys, this is not a race thing. 
But if you were as good as a Warren Moon, I could see you standing your ground that I'm a quarterback. I'm going to be a quarterback. I could see that you're not Warren Moon. So like many other players have, have to do, had to do, I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience. I was a corner. I never, I, I don't even know. I didn't even know I could spell safety. I could point to the position. I knew what their responsibilities were to do, but I couldn't play because I never played safety. Man, I got to take this break. But when I come back, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about never playing a position, but having to play the position for what's best for the team. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back. to the pros we, we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely despise or especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Rail the Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And what matters to me, listen, first of all, let me say to you, me living in Phoenix, living like it matters, that's not original. I stole that. I'm going to be honest. Living like it matters came from the most beautiful woman I ever met in my life. When I met her, I walked up to her, and I told some kind of lie. I don't remember the lie, but I know what truth I told her. Yes, I was going to make her fall in love with me and marry me. And today is her birthday, and I just want to thank the love of my life. I can't say her middle name because she'll kill me. But Mrs. Ellis, Doris, I love you, baby. And I hope the world knows that. If they didn't, they know it now. Happy birthday to you. 
And uh, I'll see you later when we get home. Okay, now it's time for me to talk about something else that matters. And listen, you know, this is what I like about my show and a lot of the guys that are on the network here at Voice America Sports. See, when, you know, one thing about it, when, when, when you get a chance to, to make it to the highest level, to the pinnacle of the profession, you get a little bit of, you know, you get some street credit. You get some corporate credit. You get some homeboy credit. You get a lot of credit, and, and people respect your opinion, and they want to hear it from you. Because after all, the bottom line is, listen, man, if it's two dudes sitting at the bar, and one played or didn't play, and both, let's say two dudes didn't play. Now, how much resolve are you going to get or compromise are you going to get from either one of them when it comes to their opinion about the game when neither one of them played? And then that, that's the way they're going to, that's the conversation. It's going to go, hey, well, homeboy, what, you know, did you play? Well, what makes you think I got to listen to what you say? You didn't play. Did you play? No, I didn't play either. But I'm not trying to tell you that you got to listen to what I'm saying. I just took you to the bar. Okay? That's how it plays out. Voice America Sports, you got guys who've been on the field, played the game. They keep it real. They letting you know how it really plays out. So this is what I'm telling you about Tim Tebow. This is why, the, you know, I kind of made the analogy of Tim Tebow. And, of course, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, Warren Moon who was a quarterback, didn't want to play any position, but quarterback had to go to Canada. And we don't even recognize those numbers in my hometown, the Hall of Fame city, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, of which Warren Moon is in. They don't even recognize those numbers he put up on the board in Canada. But imagine if they put those numbers into his statistics, where he would be. But this is my point, Tim. There used to be a time where guys who were good quarterbacks didn't get a chance to play quarterback. That time has changed. Now, there are people who are a little bit more open, and, and they want truly the best people on the field. Sometimes you may want to play a position, but that's not the position they want you to play. It's not best for you. It's not best for the team. So sometimes what you have to do is you have to put your ego aside. I'm saying from a person who never, ever lined up as safety in their life, not alone strong safety, and for those of you out there who don't know the difference, there's a, a complete difference in a strong safety and a, and a safety. A free safety and a strong safety. And I played them both. Shout out to my man, Wes Hopkins. Damn. Wes just make me cuss when I think about that brother. The heat he used to bring. Whew, I, I just got to take a slide, sidebar for a minute. Let me punch. Wes Hopkins, this brother used to hit so hard that my wife would ask me to please stay out of his way. That's the honest to God truth. One day when West, it was a preseason game we were going to play, I just simply told my wife it was an away game. I just want her to watch it and because we got this new dude on the team named Wes Hopkins, and I just want her to see how he brings the heat. I came home from the away game. My wife asked me if I would please just stay away from him when he on the football field. That's how good that, oh, my God, if Wes Hopkins does not get hurt. Ronnie Lott, my man, Ronnie, my man, love him to death. You know, I'll give it up to Ronnie, probably more than anybody else, as in terms of, okay, I'm just going to flat out say, no, I ain't nowhere in the ballpark. You know, I give, I give that to Ronnie. You know, right? Because Ronnie, like me, played corner and safety. There's a couple other boys out there, too. You know, I'm going to give it to Kenny Easley. I'm going to give it to Dennis Smith. I'm gonna, my boy Todd Bell. You know, shout out to Dave Dorison in heaven. But Wes Hopkins, Hall of Famer. Don't get hurt, Hall of Famer. Wes, like, Wes, was, Wes changed the free safety position when he came into the league in 1983 the way Lawrence Taylor changed the outside linebacker position. Did I go there? Yes, I did. That's what I'm saying to you. 
Now, Wes Hopkins was a strong safety at SMU. Came to the NFL. We drafted him with the Eagles. They moved him to free safety. Never played free safety before, but I never played corner. I played corner, never played strong safety. So what do they do? They move west to free safety, move me to strong safety, and now we're just trying to take out any and everything that move. You didn't have to run, just move, taking you out. I just hope that West didn't take me out. Well, I had to wait till I get to Cleveland for Felix Wright to do that, but that's another story. But Tim, going back, Wes Hopkins, outside linebacker. I mean, strong safety. Never played, never played free safety. The 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 the, the Lawrence Taylor of the safety position. Wes Hopkins changed it completely. Jack Tatum. Okay, we ain't gonna talk. Jack just showed. Every, but Jack didn't change the safety position. Jack changed the mentality of defense. Jack bought into the NFL hitting as opposed to tackling. That's what Jack Tatum did. That's why you have the term, he got jacked up. Yes, that's where the term came from. Just a little education there. Now, Tim Tebow, because I got to spend some time on this Tim Tebow thing because everybody else is. There's some people who are just delusional. And the number one person is Tim Tebow. Tim, I want you to save your career. I got a solution. A lot of people come up with a whole lot of stuff. They don't have solutions. Change your position. Be a football player. That's what you were your whole life, a football player. Not a position player, a football player. A football player, I never forget in high school, my coach comes to me. Ask me why I moved from corner to outside linebacker. I'm like, I'm looking at him out the side of my, he promises me that the next year he'll move me right back. But we getting to play somebody, we're about to play somebody a few weeks down the road called Maslin, the Maslin Tiger. Shout out to Paul Brown up in heaven. You know, shout out to my boy, Chris Spillman. Chris, I don't know why you left Canada to go to Maslin, but we ain't going to talk about that. Sonny, bless you up in heaven, his dad. The Madison Tigers, and they run this playoff tackle, and he got to have an outside linebacker that's willing to come down, you know, between that tackle and that tight end and then just, just be there. And that, 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 that two, three, that four gap, whatever it is. Just be there and meet a head on. Now, remember now, there's a fullback that's coming through there, too, by the name of Tom Harmon. He probably weighing about maybe in high school, he probably weighing about, I was, I'm going to give him a good 230. And I'm wearing every bit soaking wet of about maybe mm, 180. Yeah, I was I was six foot 180 in high school at corner. Yes. And so, but I did it. I came down. I hit that hole. Tom knocked me out. I made the tackle. I went to the sideline, got some smelly salt, came back in the game. We won. All I'm saying to you, Tim, is this is what you have to do for your team. You said you're a team player, but most of all, you're for your career, for your family. Let, 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 let them enjoy the experience of you being a pro football player. Don't let your ego get in the way. Don't go to Canada. Don't go anyplace else and play football because you because you want to be a quarterback. You can play other positions in the National Football League. I don't know what those positions are. But you can. Somebody has been watching you, observing you, and they agree that you, you, you're skilled enough that you could play another position. I know because I've seen you run the ball a couple times. And, and you, you, you pick up a couple yards. Now, you don't have to spend a whole lot of time in the weight room. 
and and the mentality of somebody's getting hit all the time instead of just some of the time. You know, again, a fullback. Mm, I hate to say this, but but uh, gosh, it's that head to head collision too. See, I don't know if a quarterback's ready for that head to head collision. I don't know if you're ready to fill that hole when that linebacker step up. You can run the ball. So see, when you run the ball, when you have the ball, you can fall on the ground. You're a quarterback, but when but 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 when you have to block and be a lead blocker, see, that's where those people say maybe Tim Tebow is a fullback. I don't think they really understand that probably 90% of the time of a fullback's time on the field deals with that person blocking more than running or catching a football. And I don't know if a, if a, if a quarterback is ready to take all that pounding that a fullback takes. I just don't know if that's the position for Tim. I think the position for Tim Tebow, in my mind, that he's best suited for is tight end. You know, a tight end doesn't always have to block. As a matter of fact, a tight end, you can bring him on the field just for passing situations where he is running pass routes. And, and I think he can get he probably can get a matchup from time to time that would be to his advantage. But nowadays, linebackers run pretty damn good and safety surely run good. But I, but I think Tim could be successful in that capacity. Uh, I, I don't think, because the scrutiny is just getting way beyond uh, you know, what's acceptable for an individual. We need to move on to somebody else and critique other people's play on the field. They're spending so much time being so negative about Tim when if his talent were that of somebody else, he would have never been drafted in the first round, first of all. And there's certainly people are going as far as to petition the White House to demand that he be on a team. Are you serious? Do you really think? I mean, after all, as much as people are on President Obama about his politics, you now want him now to petition a team to, to demand that they give him a tryout or better yet, a position on the team. Are you serious? This is a guy that we don't even really know. If he can play in the National Football League, you know, the National Football League is it, it's not a joke. I mean, that is that is some of the most grueling, committed work you'd ever have to do. I mean, there's so many 90 percent of what you do about the National Football League, what you do in the National Football League. People don't love doing that. It's like I, I'll never forget. I, I'll share a story with you. I had a coach by never date. Shout out to Coach Adolph. He was my coach when I was in Cleveland and uh, he was the defensive coordinator. He was the defensive line coach when I was at Ohio State University, the Ohio State University. Excuse me, I corrected myself. And I remember Coach Adolph coming to me one time, and Coach Adolph says to me, uh, he all pumped up, ready to go. You know, Ohio State just has, for some reason, we just have coaches like that. I'm Pete Carroll. I don't know where they get that. Nick Saban. I don't know. You know, where, you know they just got that kind of energy, you know. Uh, and, and, he, and he was like, rah, rah, rah. He's like, okay, Ray, don't you just love it? Don't you just love it? And it was one of them probably – Thursdays, you know, I'm looking forward to Sunday. Can't get here fast enough. And ask me the question, don't you just love it? Don't you? Just... And I said, no. And I mean, I looked at him as serious as could be. I just looked at him as I said, no. He said, what? He said, don't you just love this game? Don't you just love it? I said, coach, I love this game on two days. I love it on Sunday and on Monday. That's game day and payday. And every other day, hell no, I don't love this. And, and that's what football is. 
So you're asking Tim Tebow to do something that's going to be grueling and, and, and it's going to be something that he ain't going to really, maybe he ain't going to like it. So is he really mentally, you know, and I'm going to get into that mental thing too, because we got something else on the other side of the break that we're going to talk about somebody else's where they are mentally playing this game is like, I believe you've heard him say it, you know, 90% of the game is above the shoulders. 10% is below the shoulders. So you have to be mentally prepared when you play this game and, 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 and all aspects of it, you know, mentally you have to have yourself ready that you get, that you were there physically mentally you have to have yourself ready that you were there intellectually that you studied the game plan that you know the game plan mentally you have to have yourself there that you're not distracted and there's something off the field that has your attention you know mentally you got to be prepared that you believe that you can go out and perform to a level higher and greater than your opponent mentally you have to be prepared the fact that your teammates are prepared and they believe that we can go out and we can get this done. There's so much of the mental thing. If the mental thing ain't there and, and you're not prepared mentally, you're not going to be successful. You know, mentally, inspirationally, you have to be into it. You, you know that you are just so pumped up, so jacked up, and you get yourself ready for that. Mentally, you have to know, ain't nobody on this field better than me. Now, that's what you tell yourself. And you can't ever take the football. You know, I don't, we already talked about this. You know, shout out again to Eli Manning. Eli, when they ask him the question, you know, is he an elite quarterback? What do you think they're going to say? Of course I am. And so you got you to gotta feel like you're the best on the, on the court, on the field. Yeah, you just got to feel that way. Mentally, you have to be there. So, Tim, if you're going to make this change, you got to be ready to make this change mentally. Make the sacrifice for the team, the team player that you say you are. Now, I know I'm supposed to be going to break pretty soon, but I, I just want to close this out. The Tim is a mental thing. You got to be ready mentally. All aspects all have a mental component to them. And that's the only way you're going to be successful. But you, you, you should strongly consider tight end. You could end up being a Hall of Famer. After all, you're just moving to another position. You're still playing football. Look at uh, Brother Man Gates. He played another sport and could one day be in the Hall of Fame. Tony Gonzalez, another sport and is a Hall of Famer. And so we're just asking you to play another position. And who knows, you could be a Hall of Famer. As a matter of fact, I tell you what, the New England Patriots need a tight end. That, that, give Bill Belichick a call. Ask coach to evaluate your talent. People recognize that, you know, Belichick, listen, Belichick may have some issues. Spygate, I believe it. I believe it happened. All you got to do is just look at the statistics again. What have they done since then? But anyway, I like the man as a coach. I like him as a person. I, I like Bill Belichick. He's just my kind of dude, man. I, I like him. But, but, but go talk to Bill Belichick and say, man, you know tight ends. Think I can play? Will you hire me? Because I need a job. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about somebody else's mental capacity and preparation for the game of basketball. You're the rail of sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Happy birthday, baby. We'll be right back. you 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, you hear that music, you know the show. You listen to Railroad Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Again, shout out to them folks in O-H-I-O, the heroes. Help that young lady Amanda get out and all those other folks that was in there with her. And uh, I'm just going to keep it real, man. You know, thou shall not kill, but I hope that dude burn in hell. You know, they should take him to the hood, drop him off, let a couple brothers get, you know, a couple bags of nickels, you know, and a big pillowcase. You know, just how they do it in the hood a little bit. I, I don't know. You know, I heard, you know, and, you know, kind of beat him up head, side the head a few times, you know. And, uh, you know, nobody want to drop him off someplace, man, where, you know, if his, you know, I guess he likes women. But but drop him off in some place where a couple of people, you know, might like men and, you know, they might just want to experiment with him since, since he's an experimenting side. You know, I'm just looking for some cruel punishment for somebody who deserves some cruel punishment. If that's wrong, I'm wrong. Jesus, forgive me, but that was wrong what that man did to those girls. So, okay, living like it matters. That matters. I, I can express my opinion. This is my opinion. It's an opinion, okay? Let me go on. Let me tell you about my opinion. Now, as it relates to mental capacity to deal with injuries. Now, again, sometimes we got to paint a, a gruesome picture for you to understand what, what my perspective is. Okay, can we go by? Push a couple of those keys. Back up. Rewind. Let's go to NC2A March Madness. Okay? Let's go to my man, jump shot. Right? Let's go to man, you know, try to block the jump shot, right? Boom, come down. What happens? Done. Bone out. Mmm. Going to mad hysteria. Shock. Ooh. Now let me ask you something. It's you now. Happens to you. You got to go back out, rehabilitate yourself. You got to now jump, run, hop, skip, do whatever on that leg. Now, I'm just giving you the worst case scenario because I want you to try to understand mentally where you got to be. Have you ever done anything that that you hurt yourself and then you had to go back into that same type of environment where you could possibly hurt yourself again? How quickly were you able or did you were you willing to rush right back into that? 
And then again, who is going to make the decision for you that you're mentally ready? See, and you know, it's, it's a thing where, you know, I my shout out to my sister Bernadine. My sister once told me, you know, Ray, I understand you think that that should not hurt me. But just because you think it should not hurt me doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt me. So I know what you think and what you say, but you got to understand this is what I feel. Now, there used to be something out there. Shout out to my man, Andrew Tony, back in the day with the doc. I can't wait to see Doc's piece coming up soon on ESPN. I think it is. They got a piece on Dr. J. I can't wait to see that. It might be NBA TV, but something I got. I just got to see that because I want to see Andrew Tony, Mo Cheeks, Codwell Jones, Earl Kirton, Moses Malone, oh, uh, uh, oh man, uh, uh, Bobby Jones. Oh, man, I just want to see the Sixers. But here's the thing about this. Let me just let me just say this. When you get hurt, Andrew Tony had a stress fracture that for the years, the, the management of the Sixers was, was just all on him because he wouldn't come back. A stress fracture in his foot was one of those injuries that did not show up on x-rays. It might have been pre-MRIs, but maybe MRIs was there, CAT scans was there, but they didn't want to spend the extra money on you. So they just keep taking x-rays. And, 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 and that type of injury, was, it was not showing up. He had a stress fracture. It was not showing up. And, and, and later on, it showed up. And wow, after badgering him and badgering him and badgering him for management, he should be out there. We need him. He's letting the team down. The man had a stress fracture. So here's my point. And mentally, you got to think about this. It's like trying to jump off a cliff or a high ledge where the last time you jumped, you lost control. You bust your head wide open. But, you know, he's a basketball player from Louisville. You know, jumps. Last time he jumped, he, his leg cracked wide open. Here's Derrick Rose. The last time he did his thing, man, he it, it, it was out for a year. You're not ready mentally just to rush back in there because somebody else said you should be ready. It appears that you're ready. He ain't AP. Ain't no Superman on his chest. This man has to take his time because shame on him. If he were to go out there and remember now, this could be a career ending injury that he would go out there to try to win a series that, you know, that, listen, Again, football and basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer is all sport. Any given day. Don't just have to be Sunday just so having football plays on Sunday. It applies when they play on Mondays and Saturdays as well. And Friday even. But any given day, the Miami Heat could be beat by the Chicago Bulls. On a series, I don't believe. I'm taking the Heat. I'm keeping it real. LeBron James to the end. I just think. That Derek is being honest. Look, this man has, he's got the heart of a warrior. You know, that man, is there's no way in the world he does not want to be on the basketball court. Come on. The only other person that got, got MVP besides him is LeBron James in the last, you know, four or five years. Derek Rose wants to be out there. That's what he does. He's a basketball player. One of the best in the business, no doubt about it. One of the, nobody would question him. Nobody. Now, now we certainly shouldn't question his heart. The man wants to play the game. He's injured. 
he doesn't feel comfortable. And part of the fact and the reason why he doesn't feel comfortable, because there's things that we can't measure that don't show up. They don't show up on x-rays. They don't show up on MRIs. They don't show up on CAT scans. And that is pain is in my heart. Yes. But in him, it's in his leg. It's in his head. You got to understand that this man is a professional athlete. His body is how he makes his money. If it doesn't feel right, he can't jeopardize his career for a short-term gain. There's, there's no emotional lift. This team, shout out to Yannick. Man, Noah is carrying his team, ain't he? Noah is just carrying his team. You know, I wish, man, I, Noah, man, I can go back to his dad hitting that tennis ball between his legs. But Noah is carrying this, this team does not need any emotional, anything that's synthetic, that's not real, that could, you know, bring them back. This team is playing with heart, guts, and talent. That, that's what they're playing with. You know, they're digging down deep, you know, and, and, and they want it so bad. And, and here's what else you have to remember. A true professional is challenged by somebody saying you can't. See, when, when somebody's saying you can't stop LeBron James, somebody wants to stop him. When somebody says you can't stop D-Wade, somebody wants to stop him. When somebody says you can't stop Chris Bosh, somebody wants to prove you wrong. When somebody says that we can't win without Derrick Rose, somebody wants to win without Derrick Rose. Why? So they can prove their abilities. That's when you get a chance to prove your ability is when you have a chance to step up when somebody else had to step down. And when you step up, when that other person steps down, then great things happen. Upsets happen. I would say now a series that perhaps maybe some people thought was over before it started is a very interesting series. Now it's really a two game swing because everybody thought that the heat were going to win coming in. So they'd be up one and going in and get the second game. They'd be certainly up, you know, 2-0. But now the, the interesting thing is that you know, nobody is betting. I, w I wish I was a betting man and I had some what they call that indispensable income. I'd, I'd take that, you know, discretionary mm, the, the money over here and you know, it's, it's disposable income. Yeah, disposable income. Oh, I just take that money and I drop it. I drop it on the Chicago Bulls. Because nobody, I think my man Stephen A. Smith said right now that, that, that the Miami Heat is playing with house money. I'm just going to articulate that for some of you who may not understand that. In the hood, house money means that's money. Can't lose money. You don't beat the house. And when you, when you, I, I don't, I don't gamble. I, I, you know, I don't know what that, you know, but that's house money. House money don't lose. So what Stephen A. is saying, listen, Miami Heat is like house money for game two. I, on the other hand, would say, hmm, yeah, house money usually doesn't win, doesn't lose, but every now and then it does. And remember, I already told you that sports has been taken over by mathematicians, so statistics will show that the odds are probably about, uh, let's say, what, 75 to 1? So for every $1 I bet I win 75? Bingo! Must be in the front row. Somebody's going to bet on the Chicago Bulls because, again, it's that desire, that heart, that intestinal fortitude that they got going into that game. And guess what? 
You know what Derrick Rose, you, you see the way Noah's stepping up for Derrick Rose? That's happening. That's in the lock. That's, that's what you call something else you can't measure. I told you you can't measure pain. You can't measure chemistry. You can see it. Just like you can see pain. You, you, you don't. You can describe pain because you see what it looks like once it surfaces. They cry sometimes. They have sad looks on their face. Sometimes they act frustrated, but that's pain. Sometimes they, they do some things that they wish they never had done before, but that's just pain. That's how pain plays out. Well, also, there is this thing inside of them that's called their heart, and it beats for the average person. But for those who play a sport, it's the way you attack that sport, and I truly mean the attack it. You attack it like it's what keeps you alive. And you're only going to stay alive if you attack the other team. And then when that heart comes out, you do things that people, wow. How'd they do that? Could they do that again? Can you bet on them next time do that again? But heart is something that every player at some point in time, you can even, it's one of those things also almost like the zone. When you see them, you know, people always talk about they play above their potential you can't do that that that, people say that that doesn't happen you know it's almost like somebody saying you know play beyond his potential that's like somebody who's uh four foot two who can't dunk dunks only thing you better lower that rim he can't dunk if he can't dunk he can't dunk potential play beyond your potential if you can't play you can't play you just you, you just play at a level where if you practice consistently you can do that consistently it's just every now and then that's why records happen because every now and then you get a little extra energy that is exerted and, and you do something that you don't normally do. But can you do it? It's not impossible because you've done it. So you can do it again. It's just it's just trying to be consistent. And I can't see it on, on the board. That D, I'm so sorry about that, man. But uh, I, I believe I have a caller and the show's about to end. I think I got about mm, three more minutes, but I'm going to welcome that caller. Caller, go ahead. This is Ray. Yes, Ray, listen. The people that are talking about Derrick Rose not playing and he should play, listen, that man ain't played all year. Look what the Chicago Bulls are now. They have come together as a team. They got a heck of a coach, and it's a little guy called Nate Robinson that got plenty of confidence, and Noah, and the rookie Jimmy Butler. Them boys have stepped up as a team. I'm not going to say they can beat the Heat in a series. They're gonna give them a run for their money, and that's all you could ask for. That's what that's what you want them to do. That's what people pay their money for. All they want to do is see a good game. They want to see competition, regardless. Of, if you got a uniform on, if you step on the floor, you're supposed to step your game up and play to the level of the competition. And that's what happens sometimes when you see these upsets. It's just like, listen, I got to play to the level that LeBron is playing to. I got to play to the level that Chris Bosh is playing to. And that these are these are professionals. And so. I, don't, I agree with you. I do not believe they can win the series, but they could, they've already made it very interesting. And I agree with you on Derrick Rose. There's no reason for them to put him out there. First of all, you know, part of the reason why the Miami Heat, you know, didn't win last night is because, again, people forget, you know, playing consistently, you, you, you adjust to playing the game. When you have time off, you have to readjust and get used to playing the game. So, they, they, man, they were a little bit out of sync. That's the bottom line. They were out of sync. And sometimes it's better to keep winning 
or to, or, or to keep the series going than to be winning and staying at home and watching everybody else play. That's not that's not good. That's not good. You you want to get in there and you want to be able to play to the point where, okay, we played last night, we got a night off, and then we play the next day. You get in that rhythm. And I, I don't know how much time I got left. How much time I got left? Dude, I got some more. I got a couple more minutes, man. I got, I got one minute left. Uh, okay, I'm going to say this to my caller. Okay, you don't think they're going to win the series, but how long do you think it'll be before the Heat is able to send them fishing? Oh, it'll be six. They'll win it 4-2. But that's not, that's not bad. That's, that's, that's still no, that, that's, that, that, that's that, good. That's a good showing for Chicago being down. You got to remember. So that means that's not going to be four. You, Robinson. So that means there's not going to be four straight. So so the Heat ain't going to run four straight. No, no, they ain't, no, they're they're not going they're not going to beat them four in a row. Sure. Chicago going to get one at home. Well, that home crowd. And that's one thing about Chicago does play extremely well at home and they do have to go back to hey i appreciate you calling if i ain't mistaken listen man there's some voices you just never forget in your life and that sound like my boy ronnie bond all right that, hey, that's the hall that's the hall of fame city the hall of fame city checking in you listen to rail sports on the voice of america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters another hall of fame city for you i'll see you next time which will be the best time. <laughs> Steve Bazika. God bless you. Peace. All right. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.